Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one transformational page of Talmud each day. Today's pages, Psachim 92 and 93, ask a question that's much trickier than it seems. How far is too far? As always, the discussion starts off simply enough. If one is on a distant journey, the rabbis tell us, one is exempt from observing the first Pesach and may celebrate the second Pesach a while later. But what exactly is a distant journey? Some of us, present company very much included, are always happy with the opportunity to, say, jump into a car and drive for a thousand miles or more. Put us behind the wheel for 12 or 14 or 16 hours and we feel alive. Others, on the other hand, quiver at the thought of a ride down the turnpike or an excursion to the next town over, preferring to stay as close to home as is humanly possible. Because distance is so subjective, the rabbis begin to riff. Maybe, some say, if you've gone past the city of Modi'in, you've gone too far. Modi'in is 15 mil from Jerusalem, and, and because an average person could walk no more than 15 mil from midday until evening on any given day, the journey qualifies as enough of a pain in the neck to take comfortably. Eventually, however, the rabbis concede that every conversation about space is really also a conversation about time. A journey is distant, some say, if you can't reach Jerusalem and enter the temple's courtyard by the time the Paschal lamb is being slaughtered. What precisely does that mean? Well, it varies from person to person. Some of us say, may get to the temple and be ready to rock. Others may discover that they're ritually impure and need much more time before they could safely enter the temple, even if everyone starts at exactly the same point as everyone else. In classic Talmudic fashion, there is a beautiful lesson couched in this seemingly dry and legalistic discussion. Put simply, it invites all of us to rethink what distance really means in our own lives, physically as well as metaphorically. These days, sadly, none of us could really travel very far. If we're fortunate, we get to work from home and keep safe. And most of us have had to skip large family gatherings and miss out on holidays and birthdays and other meaningful celebrations. But that makes the lesson the rabbis are trying to teach us in today's pages more, not less pertinent. What does real distance look like? It's only, the rabbis say, a matter of time. You may have woken up right next door to the temple or a hundred miles away. None of it matters as long as you could find a way to make it to that courtyard on time for the Pesach sacrifice. Now, this may sound like an obvious, almost banal insight, but think about how many of us often miss this point. We tell ourselves that there's a pandemic raging, that we can't travel, that we're doomed to remain distant from the ones we love and the things we care about. We accept distance as an abstraction, as a given, as an impenetrable wall we just cannot cross. But while we should always, of course, of course, of course, stay safe, if we start to think about distance by thinking instead about the ways we allocate time, we realize just how much in control we are of so many aspects of our lives.
Now, let's make this discussion simpler. Let's say that you want to learn a new language. Your first thought is, that's really hard. That is a mighty distance to travel. I have a job and a spouse and children and responsibilities and so many other things that I need to do. Where? How am I ever going to overcome a task as monumental as learning how to speak French? It's just too far from where I'm lounging right now on my couch. But if you decide instead to put aside an hour each day on, say, Duolingo or some other good app and keep up with this actual time allocation, very soon you'll be chatting en français. This is why elsewhere in the Talmud, the rabbis teach us the importance of being kover itim la Torah, or setting aside a dedicated time to study Torah every day because the rabbis know us better than we know ourselves. They know that left to our own devices, we'll just get home after work and say, ah, oh, I'm too tired right now. I'll do it later. I'll do it after dinner. I'll do it whenever I get a chance. Or, you know, I won't study that page today or that page tomorrow or that page the day after tomorrow because I have a bunch of time Sunday afternoon and I'll study all the pages then. And then Sunday afternoon creeps up and you look at all the pages you promise yourself you'll learn, and it's just too much to do in one day. This, the rabbis explain, is why it's so important to set aside a given amount of time, even if it's just a few minutes every day, to study Torah and do the things that really matter in life. Because the only way to square a real distance is to put aside a little bit of time each day to travel. And we can all, even the busiest among us, find a little bit of time to put aside each day. The important thing, as the rabbis remind us today, is to know ourselves. Some of us may walk fast and can cover the metaphorical distance to the temple's courtyard easily, no sweat. Others need a few more hours or days or even weeks. It's fine. Once we understand how time truly works, which means once we understand how we function within time, our journey is as good as realized. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.